Hello and welcome to This Is A Token with Alex Monroe, the podcast that celebrates all things jewellery. I've spent half a lifetime designing and making jewellery, but what really interests me is what it means to other people. This is a podcast where we ask our guests about the jewellery they cherish most of all. We'll explore the moving, fascinating and often surprising stories connected to each piece and those emotional bonds that we just can't do without. My guest today is the author and writer Elizabeth Ouvier-Benene. Elizabeth has co-written several books. She's a columnist for the Financial Times. She has all sorts of awards and applause. She was named a Marie Claire Future Shaper. We are the City Rising Star. She is recognised by The Dots as a woman redefining the creative industry. So she's generally an all-round mover and a shaker. Also, I think she's a Peckham girl, so we're practically neighbours. For me, though, my favourite, this is a bit selfish, is this brilliant photo on Instagram. It's the cover of Coco Girl magazine featuring Elizabeth and her writing partner, Yomi Adegoke, holding their new children's book, The Offline Diaries. They're both looking great. And in the picture, Elizabeth is fabulously decked out in all our jewellery. So thanks very much to you, Elizabeth. But we're putting all the information and lots of links to Elizabeth's writing on our website. There's so much to talk about. So for now, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Elizabeth and welcome Welcome to This Is A Token. So we're neighbours. I'm so happy that you've mentioned that. Yes. Nobody gives me the accolades from being from Peckham enough. I, I'm so, this is great. All my kids were born in Peckham. Okay. I've lived there for, I don't know how many years, so yes, Peckham. We'll, we'll talk about that. Thanks for having me. Well, it's... What uh, an introduction. Come along. Well, it is, it's not even a bit of it. I could write, like, page after page. I appreciate that. And I was going to start off with Peckham, but let's, before I forget, because <laughs> this is really important, Elizabeth has brought me her new book, The Offline Diaries, which I really wanted to read. And my wife, Denise, has gone to university. She never went to university, mm. and she's just in her last year, and the module she's doing at the moment is children's writing. So she's on the lookout for children's books. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm interviewing this author. We must get her book. And now you've given it to me. So Yay. it's like, I feel like she's going to steal it off me first. Oh, I'm excited for that, um, honestly. Will you tell us a little bit about Aid and Shanice? So it's Ade. Ade. Oh, I've done that Ade. <laughs> you know, I'm glad. No, no, but this is part <clears throat> of the reason why we wanted to do the offline diaries, because... Ade is obviously Nigerian and Shanice is uh, from a Caribbean background and they are best friends and they meet at Shanice's dad's hairdressers Mm -hmm. and they spot that each other has like diaries and they grow friendship and ultimately they have, you know, like all friendships, like with life, it doesn't matter if you're 10, it doesn't matter if you're 50, you encounter like challenges in friendship. But I think what's interesting about the offline diaries and why we wanted to write it is We wanted to kind of make sure that the younger generation that are growing up online understand the power of like having friendships offline and nurturing that. So it's told in a series of diaries and journals and like social media posts in there and emails and things like that to bring to life the reality of being a young person today. So to my point around why one character is called Ade, because it's really important for us to have diversity in children's books. So yeah, so the fact that you know how, now how to now how to pronounce Ade 
is amazing. That's you, you the, know that's what, the power of You know why I'm do. such a bad person? What? And it's I think it's because I'm slightly <laughs> dyslexic. And oh, I was reading that. I've got a friend who's Nigerian called mm. Ade. Okay. So what kind of an idiot am I? She's going to listen to this and she's going to be like... Uh, yeah. What do you call me behind my back? If you're, if you're calling, if you're calling. <laughs> it's like reading. It's reading. If that's what I did it. Yeah, it's different, and isn't it? Is this the start of many? Yeah. So this is. Um, we went to Harbour Collins with like do one, and they wanted to do uh, three. So this is the first of a series of like adventures with Ade and Shanice, basically. Brilliant. Um, and okay. so exciting because we've got a quote from Jacqueline Wilson, who is like a hero. Yes. Like on the back, she's like, "This book, yes. like, these are great." Um, and that's obviously amazing because it's just like she's Jacqueline Wilson. Do you know what? Though? Our childhood. The next person who writes a children's book, mm. they're going to be wanting a quote from you, and they'll be saying, "Oh, oh my god, god I'm so excited because I've got a quote from Elizabeth That'd on the back amazing. of my book." With being a children's book author, it feels different already. Does um, it? Yeah, it feels different because when you write for adults, and I think as well, this is fiction, obviously. When we first did our first book, Slaying Your Lane, everybody was like, we need Slaying Your Lane for kids. So, because Slaying Your Lane is very much, say, 17 and above. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was like, you know, we need a, a version of that. And we were like, mm. there are other books that kind of touch on a lot of the themes that we were touching mm. on our, in our first book. So discrimination and, you know, prejudice, all of these different things. And we were just like, we're not sure we want to, I guess, write about that in a children's book. So we went down the fiction route, which is not what people are expecting. And we like to do things that people aren't expecting. So yeah. the first two books yeah. were really quite serious subjects. And yeah, all and my I, books are quite serious subjects, unfortunately. Well, I guess a children's book is a serious subject, but it's obviously done in a... In yeah. a in a more accessible way but, yeah exactly but they were sort of dealing with problems in society and mm. things that need to be talked about and, and you wrote them with your writing partner yeah. who I mentioned the and my best friend yeah so you two like yeah, you so like just inseparable you yeah, just yeah we met at university Warwick like on the campus 18 and we're what 20, 30 now so yeah we've been friends for quite a long time is she Peckham too? no she's from Croydon and now I live oh in Croydon gosh. do you? <laughs> yeah so um, you managed yeah. to leave Peckham oh, I left Peckham ages ago I'll tell you what you're probably like, Peckham. <laughs> nobody can afford Peckham anymore I oh mean my, my god, god. you have oh, yeah. been down there and it's like I don't even know how to work I, we go out me and my mm. wife go oh let's go for a let's go for a drink or something and you go yeah. into a bar and you don't even know how it works like it's so cool like do you take a table is someone going to serve you like do they have menus like what the hell's going on and, it, and it's full of um, you know everyone's about well at least half my age it's very it's changed a lot festival. it's definitely changed a lot so we had all our kids there so we mm. moved in a long time back when it was actual proper Peckham and it was lovely and I really liked it then I suppose places always you know cities change and yeah. they evolve don't they but um, but it's changed almost beyond recognition so much of it hasn't it I'd say certain parts it has but certain parts are still the same the last one I went to Peckham was probably like maybe last year because I still have family that live there obviously yeah. yeah it's changed a lot but the people that have always kind of lived there still live there and it still hasn't changed in certain bits so I grew up right opposite um, Peckham Library and Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, those yeah. flats, that's where I grew up. So, Peckham Library's still there. Like, it still has that that essence of what Peckham is. It's still today. Yeah, I do like it. I do like it. And I suppose um, now, places like Queen's Road and those other places, yeah. that, you know, you can, it's great restaurants. You know, you can get really yeah. interesting food and stuff down there. So, um, mm. we went up the hill to Camberwell. So, we're, we're, oh, we feel like Cam- a little bit posher one, now. From yeah. one place <laughs> to another. Like, yeah, Cam- Campbell's, yes, Campbell's definitely nice, isn't it? 
my problem is I chat too much. So there was Slay in Your Lane was the first book that kind of really made an impression, right? Mm. And tell me if I'm right, that is about how particularly young black women navigate their careers in the workplace and with particular reference to sort of the city, is it? Or is it for anyone? Because so, you were working in the city at the time, yeah, right? Yeah, so Slay in Your Lane is essentially a guide to life for black women. So we go into different areas of like a black woman's life, education, work, health, representation in the media, and essentially using successful black women's experiences and their advice we kind of look at the structural inequality and the racism as well as you know the good the bad the ugly of life and how that means that you know some black women are kind of at a disadvantage but also advice and optimism to how we can hopefully get to a better place so yeah so that is called the you know saying in the black girl bible mm. that's the, the subtitle and it's yes yeah, it's, it's 120,000 words of you know hope optimism and everything in between yeah yeah, yeah. nice okay and then next book is the reset and that was on a slightly different subject because that was about what well, it was sort of related to the whole pandemic thing about sort of working for a moment and how yeah. I think everyone thought oh lovely I can work from home and actually it's not it's much all more... as simple as that is it so yeah. it's about perhaps thinking about how you work and, and resetting your working life so again another really important serious subject mm. and something that needs to be discussed yeah obviously you showed me your workspace today I just like creating things that I wish existed and being inspired by the people around me and, and honestly like I guess challenges and looking into the future and kind of anticipating what people want or how the world should be so yeah. I, wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say it's like you know it's all creativity yeah isn't it? and, and just like you know thinking differently yeah The jewelry you bought. Jewelry. This, this is, is hilarious. Exciting. I'm actually, I'm actually, <clears throat> I'm actually, I'm actually <clears throat> which bits? Which double check? <laughs> well, we can kind of start anywhere, you know. Um, actually, okay, let, let's start here. That's what you call a very interesting piece of jewelry. <laughs> The bracelet here. The bracelet, yeah. So that's a bracelet that my best friend gave me, Yomi. So my co-author, my best friend. Mm. Um, I can't. She gave me like a few years. I can't even remember why. I can't because we're not even like that. We're not the most like like lovely, dovey kind of like people together. Like maybe other people, maybe her more so. But to yeah. me, <laughs> I don't know why she gave me this. And it has P on it because like my nickname is or what people call me is Polly. Oh. Yeah, because I'm like five foot one. I'm very small. So uh, for my whole universe career everyone that knows me from university will call me Polly no one calls me Elizabeth Polly's quite a nice yeah. name isn't it but as long as it's affectionate and not oh, sort of yeah. taking no, it's definitely, I've definitely been called other names because uh-huh. I was short and, and I was when I was growing up but definitely this is the most very affectionate yeah. so yeah like even her mum calls me Polly and stuff like that so that's why it's P and not E hmm. and yeah it's just yeah it's weird because as you can see it's still got the kind of like I think it was from Topshop or something yeah one of those kinds of like brands it cost 750 couldn't tell you why she bought it I don't think it was for a Birthday. I can't remember, but I remember it was such a token of like appreciation. I was like, oh, it's cute. She loves yeah. you. Yeah, and, and nice. so I've kept it and I've moved a lot. I've moved a lot and I like to throw things out. I don't like trinkets for the sake of it. Yeah. So the fact that I've kept this means something. It's really cute. So I'm just going to describe it. So it's a, it's a really nice P. I can't really decide on the font, but it's got mm. a swirly bit on the P. And then it's an open bangle. So you kind of, when you wear it, do you start your. It's just it gives you. That's why it's still in the wrapper. That's why it's still in the wrapper. I mean, I thought you. I imagined that it was in the holder because you had a. You had a sort of. No. You know, you take your jewelry there. But you do wear jewelry. 
Yeah, but I'm not really a bracelet kind of girl. Yeah, I'm not really a bracelet kind of girl. So I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't wear it. So over years, this is probably like, maybe like, maybe like 10 years old. Over years, I just, does, it's just been bad. Does Yami ever like look down at your wrist and go, hmm? Well, you know, like, you know, no, because I've <laughs> definitely given her stuff that I haven't seen. <laughs> I'm like, where's that, where's that necklace? <laughs> but is this something that, for example, you know, if your house was on fire, you'd run in and save it because it means a lot to you. You know what? If my house was on fire, I'd probably not take anything. Maybe my laptop, but even then, everything's backed up in the cloud. I'd probably not take anything. Honestly, <laughs> just myself. It'd be outside once again, man. Honestly, but yeah. it's one of those things. <clears throat> I've moved a lot over the last like how many mm-hmm. years, and I'm about to move again. So it was one of those things that I will take to every mm. house. So I might not wear funny. it. I would never wear it. This is something that you love and has got nice memories for you. Yeah. But this is the first piece that's that's unworn still yeah. in the packing. Yeah, I don't I think it's just, probably I'll always have it until like, always have it. And I don't really like to keep sentimental things. Not sentimental no, things, funny. but. That's brilliant. All right, we're going to photograph that. It's and we're going to photograph it in the, in, with, with the, with the packing <laughs> on. And although, although it needs to go that way, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Have you literally never even tried it on? I don't think so. I don't think Cause so. Because you, you wouldn't have the packing, would you, if you yeah, ever tried it on? Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried it on. I've just always just been like, that was cute, thanks. And I probably wanted to wear it at some point. And then over time, it's been worn just because I've kept it in places. But I've moved a lot. I've probably moved like five times since I've had this. Wow. Yeah. So. You're a mover. Yeah. I'm a mover. I said you're a mover and a shaker. I, I know. didn't know you were moving house all the time. <laughs> Hopefully, this is where I'm moving now is for a long while. But that, yeah, that's probably why. That's cool. And then it's got like a stone on the other opposite the P. Yeah. Should, what it yeah. says? What does it say here? Oh right. Okay. So P. I wonder if it's meaning that P. The meaning of P. or something. But it says very talkative and wise beyond your years. You are. You and are. Exciting. And no. And exciting lover and know how to have fun. I didn't understand so, the, the lover bit. What I'm going to suggest to you is that this was written in somewhere where English isn't their first language. No, this and was, they, oh yeah, it's true you know, And it's like been yeah. printed and they've said, someone said, oh that's good, but they didn't actually understand what it meant. Yeah, on, yeah, that's definitely feels like, yeah. Do you, you like a chat? Oh, that sounds that sounds like my um, school report. That's, yeah, when I was oh, school teachers, yeah. Well, to well, not the exciting lover bit. <laughs> definitely not the exciting lover bit. The most random but, bit ever. <laughs> but you know how to have fun talking that's, that's sweet that's cute yeah that's, okay, that's, brilliant. that's cute alright my second one is basically a pendant is it pendant what do you, what do you call this you're good at this yeah you explain yeah okay. it's a pendant it's a pendant and it's engraved with the reset on it and my editor Harriet got this for me last year when my book came out cute. which is very cute and again because it's like rumpled up I need to sort it out but um, we can do that what, does it need a bit of an untangle yeah yeah a little just, bit of a tangle I, untang- I tangle stuff very easily it's not great do you know what we can give you as well is we've got these little bags that are sort of seal again bags and you can yeah. sort of put the chain in the bag and then it stays nice and untarnished and and um, and doesn't tangle so yeah, we'll sort it out with that but um, that's really nice so it's basically what it is it's a little disc about a sort of centimetre wide in um, gold well, this is called a bale this bit on top of the disc is called a bale because then the chain goes straight through it rather than having a little jump ring which is mm. a different way of connecting a chain and then there's a, a lovely gold chain and what I like it's got an adjuster on which is what we do so you've got three different lengths you can yeah. wear it and then there's this little looks like a little plumb line thing on the, on the end of the which will sort of hang down so I think that's quite cute isn't it and I wonder, I don't recognise the um, logo on the tag. Oh, it's Mimosa. Mimosa? Could yeah, be Misoma. Soma. Is yeah, it Misoma? Yeah. Okay, we'll check that. So it's Misoma. So that's good. We like them. Good company and nice things. Yeah. That's cute. It's funny because publishers don't really do that. So Yomi and I, our first book, our editor got us a necklace. And to this day, I lost, I am just, oh, that. It pains me to this day. And you know what? I probably will get 
a blinged out S-I-Y-L chain at some point, maybe next year, <laughs> to mark the fifth anniversary of our first book coming <laughs> out. Because our editor at the time, Helen Garn-Williams, when she was at Fourth Estate, when it was our launch party, oh, launch day actually, she got mm. us a necklace and it was pendant. It had, you know, S-I-Y-L, S-I-Y-L on it. And it was just like the best was it ever. Was it one pendant with S-I-Y-L, no, it stay was... in your lane, engraved on it? Or were they, were they actual the S- letters? Yeah, actual letters. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was so nice. And I think I misplaced it somewhere because it's never been in my house for like the last few years. It's really annoying because it's work all the time. But yeah, it was very nice. So this one, I'm like, regardless of whatever happens, I have to keep it. So I'm yeah, no, it's I'm nice. Just, and publishers flipping. don't always do that. So it's always nice when you have a really good relationship with your editor. And they well, I'm feeling, I'm feeling left out because I had a book published and I never got a Oh, they didn't send you one. But they you did send me the original artwork. They were probably expecting you to give them one. I know. <laughs> That's probably why they why they publish it. All. We can't like top free these. jewelry. Yeah, let's, let's publish this different. <laughs> I'm slightly distracted because I'm I'm untying a knot in this necklace. Really. So, I think yeah. I've got it. I think I've got it. I like this necklace, and we like we like Masoma, and yeah. there we are. Oh, but we're gonna I, we'll You're put so that good in a nice. I know it's years of it's. Quite, I find it quite therapeutic. Oh untangling God, actually. that is so helpful. We've got people here who would sit all day and untangle because it's like knitting for them. If you just worry them, they always come undone in the end and it's quite yeah. satisfying. And we'll put that in something that oh, holds it oh, untangled. That's, that's a nice necklace, isn't it? It's, it looks it's nice. Lovely. Do you wear it a lot? Last year I did. So I would wear this and this one together quite a lot. Yeah, so I did. Have you been with the same editor and publisher? No. Or? So you just got, you just had to, a run of lovely editors. Yeah, and... publishing is generally filled with, I guess, very... It has that reputation of very nice people. Mm. So I definitely think that reputation is true Mm. when you find a publisher or someone who not just believes in one particular book but you as a writer as an author for a long time that is rare because I can't say everyone's experiences have been like that when I speak to peers and stuff so yeah no it's been good my book was published by Bloomsbury and Mm. they were just they were just like well you know me and JK Rowling we like to we like (laughs) to share the same (laughs) (laughs) and they they were just lovely Mm. they were they were lovely right from the start of the beginning because unlike you Mm. I am not a natural writer. Neither am I. Oh my god, oh, that's come on, elephant. I've read bits. No, you, oh gosh. This is the biggest like elephant in the room. I fell into writing. So I didn't even do a dissertation at university because I chose not to spend hours writing an essay. I chose to do exams as much as I could. Oh, I just had you down as a natural writer. No. Well, it, it's, it reads natural and that's what Thank you do for you. a living, for heaven's sake. Oh, well, yeah. Half, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a very like interesting journey. Is it getting easier for you? Because certainly I found it was mm. it was hard graft and I would much rather make jewellery because jewellery... And you wrote it yourself? Yeah. Well, I had, so I had my editor. She was like like a really heavy editor so I had the whole idea and I'd write a chapter and then um, Lydia would I'd send it off to Lydia and she'd be really nice she'd go, oh well done you know it's really good and then she'd sort of but you know <laughs> redo the whole we're only as strong as my so, editors so then I'd, redo, and then I'd redo it and then she'd say yeah look, look why don't you just if you move these around so it was it was a lot an awful lot of input like same we, we were we, you know I mean it, it wasn't enough to say that she was a co-writer but she was a very very strong influential editor that means editor. you've got an amazing editor because oh, your editor will. should almost feel like a co-writer that is for me like the sweet spot so with our first book Staying the Lane Helen I always say there's bits in there that I read back and, and, and think I can't remember writing that <laughs> because yeah. it, there is such a power of having like a really amazing editor I think you can have good ideas and put words together but a really amazing editor is able to just spruce it up and yeah, add spot it, it and just make it just like amazing with me I literally would say each 
bit. If you look, if you look at my book, anything in my book has probably been rewritten ten times. I would say yeah, it's that's like how it work, is, yeah. work, and the amount of stuff that I wrote that was thrown away. I mean, the book is a, is is like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So it was just it just so much work. So I'm very proud that you wrote it yourself. Yeah, because you're a very busy person. Number one thing at time. Well, I used to, I used to sort of sit up till three in the morning, you know, typing. That's amazing. Around. Takes well, a lot. Well, you know, I did one, and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to wait at least twenty years before I try this again. And you're on your third or what, more, whatever. So, um, what book would you write in future? I think the way to write is to not think I need to get this published. Just write because you've got something you want to say. So I would be interested in exploring being a parent of someone who has mental illness and eating disorder because it's a really difficult time in my life and I feel it would be like a, something that would be like cathartic, it would be like therapy because I, I feel like I, I could do with seeing a counsellor or something about everything that we went through as a family yeah. and I feel like I still am holding a lot of it but I think actually writing a book might be the same as, as having therapy. It so. absolutely is, like the act of writing is so transformative before I started writing professionally, writing just to get things out and journaling was nothing short of saved my life. I don't think that I would be here if I didn't have that kind of inclination to just like bleh, get it out because yeah. there are acceptable emotions or vulnerability that we are sometimes allowed to kind of display happiness, sad, but if you verge on anything other than that or if you're, you know, sometimes if you're having anxiety, you know, we speak about anxiety now in, in society more so than it did like, you know, how many years ago? And we're getting better at that. But there are other, you know, very serious disorders or things that people go through that can't just be classified as, you know, mild anxiety or things like that. So writing, I definitely put it up there as a form of therapy. I really like what you said there because it's Ade bit you no so Yomi wrote Ade right and I wrote Shanice okay. and we were asked these questions by two ten year old best friends for the cover of Coco magazine yeah because they were like <laughs> oh did you ever <laughs> and because it's fiction you obviously try and tap into your own kind of like what was it like when I was nine how did mm. I feel mm. da, 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 da. but I tried not to base it really like on me as a child. Did you keep diaries? Yeah. Do you know what I used to do? Which Shanice is accused of. I would write behind like a wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Like I used to just doodle around the wow. wardrobe and I would literally just write weird. Do you know what? What the kids and what people call manifesting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I was a manifester. Even though I hate the, that word now. <laughs> So is it like, you know, your dad would like pull out a wardrobe and go, oh God, what the literally, hell's all this? Like, like, yeah, I would literally, it'd be like, does this boy like me? Yes. No. <laughs> and I'd go to school and I'd be like, and then for some reason, if I come back home and I'd be like, no, well, yes. Like, it was just stupidness. And I would obviously write like notes and just random, just doodle. But over the last few years, or since I, when I was an adult, like maybe from, I'd always like keep journals. And yeah. like the bracelet I was talking to you about, um, yeah. that was gifted to me by Yomi, I keep my notes books that I've had over the last years I try to don't get rid of them sometimes I read them so when I reach a big milestone so I'm turning 30 soon I like to look over it at the start of the year I like to look over it because it's always so interesting because it's like not just writing and journaling mm. but it's like oh I think it's just so fascinating to, do you ever do that 
Well, so I, you can kind of see up there there's all the sketchbooks. So yeah. I, I'm more pictorial, but I write in them as well. Oh, nice. And so I've got them going back forever. I'll go back over recent ones. So what they are is a tool. It's like harvesting. So I harvest all the materials. And then when I want to make a piece of jewellery, I, I look at everything I've harvested and take ingredients and then make my jewellery from it. I, I don't tend to go back mm. more than a year or two for that because things that I've harvested like five years ago aren't relevant to me anymore. Yeah. So I don't look at them, but I would never, never, ever get rid of them. And I've got piles and piles of notebooks because for me, because I'm quite anxious and nervous Mm. and and stuff stays with me. So if someone's, you know, shouts at me on the street or something, Mm. something, I'll be all nice and diffuse the situation. But then then that stays with me and it just stays and stays and stays. So what I do is if I write it down, it goes out from me and it's on, it's in my notebook. So I've got notebooks, but I never reread them. It's just where I've got out stuff Outlet. because I, I haven't been able to do it in that moment in the moment in the right way so yeah. I do it oh you know so I might be angry or I might be happy or I might have some something I'm worried about mm. so it's a way of getting out but then I'd never need to read it because it's just it's just gone from yeah. my brain so it's mm. like a process I suppose yeah well. yeah that's why it's transformative um, and I sort of think oh if I if I got you know squashed by a bus <laughs> and my kids found my notebooks I don't know what they'd think that's always my fear oh my god <laughs> half people could be like I hate them everyone's gonna yeah. be like what was she like literally like you know you are who you are yeah. this is a, another bit that's sort yeah. of a bit secret and that isn't who you are but it's still part of who you are but it's not anyway. and it's always there's a snapshot it doesn't tell the whole story and it's just What's the thing? You got you got the truth. You got the, you got one side of the story, yeah. second side of the story, and you got the truth. And it's just genuinely how you see something at yeah. that particular point. Absolutely. Yeah. next piece because I like the look of what you've got there my next piece is rings I'm more of a ring girl so I'm not really a bracelet kind of person I love necklaces so I like a lot of necklaces but I like statement rings so yeah. if there was like loads of different rings I'd be like give me a statement ring because I like to do my nails I kind of I kind of wanted to say to our listener that that you have got the Spooky. most incredible hands and nails I mean you've got beautiful hands but then those Thank nails you. are just amazing like, yeah. um, so I have like black acrylic nails on at the moment and they're quite pointy some people might be like oh that's a bit scary but um, that's me um, oh I think it's sometimes like... I go from like colorful but I think last month when I, when I did them, I was like, you know what? I think it was Batman season. So I was like, I'm going to... Yeah, I think they're more, you know, like in the way like Catwoman, they're a bit more... Yeah. Um, I don't wish to be that little sound weird if I say, they're quite kind of sexy, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Right. Oh I my know, God, it's pointy. Yeah, when I the nail technician was doing it, I was like, I was like, ooh, they're, they're very sexy. Mm. They're very like... It's great. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so, yeah, this is a ring from Kenzo and it's like a claw a tiger claw i love wearing this i wear it like every time i leave my house um it's beautiful and it's yeah. just it's almost like you've, you you've see done your nails to, to match the ring oh kind God, of thing so you know it's true. so I didn't think of that actually you yeah. are so coordinated there yeah. but yeah i like it it's a nice color that gold see, isn't yeah, it yeah it's like a rose gold so it's kind of like it sort of comes around both sides yeah and, and then the nails meet in the middle the black nails meet, yeah. meet meet in the middle and it's this beautiful sort of antique rose gold color that mm. just looks really nice on you like wear and tear a bit but um but yeah you know i when i leave my house if i don't have it i'm like oh it's that sort of thing where i if i don't 
have it I don't feel complete and I'm not superstitious around it at all did you buy it yourself because every other piece has been a gift yeah I bought this myself mm. yeah I bought this myself because I remember what happened I lost another ring that was a tiger ring and I lost that and I was like very distraught and so I, that's why I probably when I leave my house I don't have it because I get worried that I lost it and I'm mm. like why, I, why is this blah, blah, blah. so yeah so mm. I hope to have this for many many years so yeah, that's it's, it. it. I like this one. I kind of like the idea if I wore a ring, I'd wear one like this. <laughs> I just really like the fact that, 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 that it looks like the two of you have had your nails done by the yeah, same person. Yeah, honestly, I didn't, you know what, I didn't <laughs> think that. I did not think that was matching. Well, you are. Got a nice weight to it too. Yeah, that's Beautiful. Nice. I like it a lot. Like, it's quite... Um... I'm going to hand that over. Have you got any more pieces? Yes, so I've got this one, Yay! which is what I'm wearing right now. And I bought this last summer. This is the necklace, listen, yeah. that Elizabeth was wearing in that lovely photo when she looked so over the moon and on that brilliant magazine with the launch of their amazing book. And it's so nice because you look really happy on that photo and yeah. you can see you two are great friends. And I feel like you look great in that necklace. So I was, Aww, it was, you. it's one of those moments for me where I get a, like a warm glow in my heart. Yeah, no, I genuinely, really nice. I, what was, what was, I bought this, um, it's obviously, it's a pendant E and I love the detail on it. It's like, it's like, you know, I, I started regretting that because I wanted to do this floral alphabet and I knew mm. exactly it's kind of slightly um, actually we launched it exclusively in Liberty so it's almost a bit like a Liberty print because you've got a nice floral print dress yeah. on so it's kind of like a little you know very English and floral yeah. and I and I thought it was such a lovely idea so I did the A I made these tiny little flowers tiny little leaves and I put them all on and I made it and I was like oh that's so nice and I did the B and it was like oh that's so nice I did the C and I was like oh god there's bloody how many letters in an alphabet and that's why and, I love know. it because you can see the detail <laughs> I bought it in Liberty actually I wanted to treat myself I think that was that was the reason why and I wanted something that I would wear every single day so I remember just being in I think it was like August before I went on holiday. So I think I was just like, I think it was a good space mentally. <laughs> can't say That's that nice. <laughs> I can't say that all the time. God. Because this is the world is crazy. But yeah, I was in a good space mentally and I was like out with a friend and, and I think, yes, I was just like, you know what? I, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to wear it and it's going to kind of like, I guess signature of this time that's going to capture this moment yeah, so yeah nice. that's why I bought it was it after your second book were you like hey yeah. I'm, you know I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like publishing books are hard and it's like not just the when you write it but it's everything that comes afterwards yeah. so my book came out in April and I bought this in like August so there was that real sense of like oh okay now that's over like writing one, one book is such an yeah. achievement Writing lots of books is is just amazing. That necklace really suits you to that size. And I felt bad, Elizabeth, because Did you? on the way up, I showed you in the workshop, mm. and I was doing some new work. And oh, you were yeah. like, oh, can top I photograph secret, it? Top and secret. I, and I went, yeah. And then I went, oh, God, no, you can't, because that's not going to come out probably until, like, Christmas this year or yeah. something. And so it's like, oh, can't do it. So sorry about that. No, it looks good. Yeah, so this is... Oh, um, look at these. Yeah, I thought I'd done like these, these. I bought these, like, over Christmas. I can't remember what the designer's called. She's called like, she's called Roxanne Osolin. They're gorgeous. Yeah, I got this. Spin, um, sparkle. Yeah, I wanted to treat myself and I wanted something that I would wear like, you know, when you have to go to a lot of events and, but yeah, they're fun. They're my like party earrings. If I'm wearing like a, a really boring outfit, it brings it out. Or if you want like a plain black dress, it, just, it brings it out. So yeah, that's fun. Do, do you feel like with them, you know, like if you've got to go, because I didn't do this and mm. it's not, it's partly because I'm a man, but also partly because I'm a bit of a boring dresser. <laughs> do you feel like it helps you to dress the part and you can sort of get into the who you have to be that night? So if you put on those sparkly earrings, it makes you a bit more party or... You know what? No, I would say it's just 
a form of expression. I see it as like my, mm-hmm. like my hair. I change my hair quite often. It's like my nails. I see jewelry as a form of expression. Mm-hmm. They capture a moment. They're playful. They're not something you take seriously. I just kind of see jewelry. They see my nails. See my my hair. See my make. It's just fun. A mode of expression. Yeah. Creativity. Yeah. Sort of thing. Which is great. Yeah. And also, I would say that as I'm getting older as well, I just I just love experimenting and just doing different things. Because at some point I'm just gonna be like, let me wear the same thing every single day. Can't bother. Which I'm at that almost at that point, <laughs> almost at that point. Because creativity is amazing, but it doesn't take hard work. But you just got you got to think about does this not does this match and stuff like that. So my my style icon, are two people, um, Rihanna and um, Diana, because I am a big fan of effortless like just things. Yes. Just effortless, just outfits, effortless, yes. just and I, I think that's why I love the jewelries that like so for example this earring because you can wear something really plain but you wear this and it just it looks like you made more of an effort. Yeah, than and that. you still sparkle. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly, and it gives off the being for the person that yeah. oh you made an effort or you look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When in reality, that's why I like this pen because it's like E, and it's just it's just I like shorthand when it just says oh do you know what I mean? Don't You're lucky because E is a great shape letter. I mean, it look it's a nice shape. So <laughs> imagine if you were Isabel, then then I mean oh sorry sorry Isabel any eyes? <laughs> I mean it's a great name and a great initial, yeah, no. but but E's got more going on than an I. You know? Yeah, I like I like oh, A a lot. The eight. The, wow. So when I saw, I remember that day. That was the first one I made. Yeah, I, I remember looking at it and went, the A looks great. It was because I think they had, I love the E as well, but I remember the A looks great. I like the B. I quite like S's because they've got nice Yeah, nice oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, S's always good. And I really want to do the ampersand because that has got Which all one? the and, you know, the, the and symbol. Oh, yeah. Because that's got all the curves and yeah. straights and everything. I can't even I can't even write it, but you know, no, you know that one. The yeah, and. yeah, the proper. Yeah. Well, the, there's two different and. There's the really rushed one, and then there's the other one, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the posh one yeah, that twirls yeah, yeah. all the way around. Yeah. It's just such I a nice shape. Like and I thought that'd be kind of ambiguous as well. You could mm. like wear a necklace and you'd be like, huh? Yeah, and, exactly. You know? Yeah. I like, like e- my initials. Obviously, is EU. And that's always like I hate that. I don't like that initial at all. I'm I'm really pro Europe, so I'm, no, I like it. No, I'm pro Europe too. I like but it. It's like, just you know all the stars around it and everything. Yeah. You're gonna. See, <laughs> We're doing a special <laughs> one. Like, I've always been like, oh, I hate it. Uh. So if, if I get married, it'll be like, e something else. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, you're like, you'll probably fall for someone whose surname initially is you again, and you'll go, oh, oh well, that's, you know. That's the way the world works, right? That's where I'm. Anyway, brilliant. Look, I'm going to say thank you. You've Thanks got for having time. me. It goes really quickly, doesn't it? Really and then it's does. like, we can have another 10 pieces of jewellery. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you'd like to see some of the pieces we've been talking about, or for more information about any of the issues we've discussed, please check out our website and follow the links to the podcast page. You'll also find information on how to share your own stories, give a bit of feedback, or have a look at all the jewellery-related things I've been up to recently. We've also got some great jewellery-making tutorials on our YouTube channel. There's lots to see. Just go to www.alexmonroe.com.